Fusion, the international science radio show. We have a bouncer and the doors of perception. The good, the bad, the ugly. It gets pretty exciting. The myths, the truths. Toxicology. Astro seismology. Magnetism. The dark side. Genetically engineered potatoes. Planetoid. Planetoid. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Diffusion. Sit back and relax while we trivialise your brain with weird and wonderful science. I'm Ian Wolfe. Welcome to a special end-of-year trivia edition, where none of the questions are about COVID-19, but the news might be. Here's news of possible treatment for both long COVID and ME. Energy. Researchers at the University of Oxford are leading a new Phase 2A clinical trial to investigate whether a drug could treat the fatigue and muscle weakness experienced by many patients who've recovered from COVID. The drug AXA1125 was originally developed by the US-based biotechnology company to treat non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, which is the most severe form of fatty liver disease the drug is thought to restore faulty mitochondria. Mitochondria are the cellular power plants where most of the energy from food is made available to the body. People have suggested that if people with long COVID meet the definition of myalgic encephalomyelitis, chronic fatigue syndrome, MECFS, then if it helps those patients, it may also help people who've been suffering from the exhaustion of MECFS for most of their lives. Myalgic encephalomyelitis chronic fatigue syndrome is considered by the latest evidence to be a post-viral syndrome like long COVID. Mitochondria convert food energy into adenosine triphosphate, ATP, the basic fuel our body uses for the processes of keeping us alive. Supplies of ATP are quickly exhausted, so cells must constantly regenerate it. This can be done through a process called glycosis, which produces lactic acid as a byproduct. Lactic acid produces the burn you feel when you exercise too hard. But ATP is produced more efficiently through oxidative phosphorylation, which involves the mitochondria. So if you're exhausted and in pain all the time after an infection, it could be because your body is using the lesser path to make energy because your mitochondria aren't working properly. Evidence suggests that SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, takes over cells and forces them to use the less efficient glycosis, so that the cells directing resources to making more viruses, disrupting mitochondria. This leaves damaged mitochondria after the original infection has left the body. Further investigation revealed that people suffering long COVID were accumulating lactic acid in their muscles at a faster rate than healthy people a possible sign of mitochondrial dysfunction. This explains why they have trouble exercising despite their heart and lungs recovering from the damage caused by the infection. People with myalgic encephalomyelitis have also been found to be accumulating lactic acid in their muscles in the same way back in 1984. But there's never been a proper treatment available. 
The new study will test the drug AXA1125 in 40 patients with severe post-COVID fatigue to see if it can improve their exercise tolerance, reduce fatigue, and improve mitochondrial metabolism in their muscle tissue, something that can be visualized using imaging techniques. Half the people will be given AXA1125 for 28 days, and the other half a placebo drug. Results are expected by halfway through 2022. If AXA1125 improves exercise tolerance, exhaustion and pain in people with long COVID, there's an excellent chance it may also help people suffering myalgic encephalomyelitis, chronic fatigue syndrome. It's exciting that there could possibly be a first treatment so many decades after the disease was first identified. You're listening to Ian Wolfe on Diffusion Science Radio. Send emails to science at diffusionradio.com. We're brought to you across Australia on the Community Radio Network and podcast over the internet on www.diffusionradio.com. It's trivia time. Grab some friends and some paper and pens and write down your answers. For this 2021 science trivia game, I will first read through three questions in six categories and then go through them again with the answers. Yes, the answers will be in this episode. It's up to you to tally up your scores. Let's start with physics. Question one. What are the four states of matter? What are the four states of matter? You get a point for each state. Question two. What is the center of an atom called? Question two. What is the center of an atom called? Question three, who was the first person to split the atom? Question three was, who was the first person to split the atom? And now we move on to the astronomy questions. Question four, Mercury and Venus, are they inferior or superior planets, and why? One point for inferior or superior, and a second point for the reason. Question five. What is Pluto classified as? Question five. What is Pluto classified as? Hint, don't be misled by the words in the Diffusion theme music. (music) 
Question 6. What colour is the sunset on Mars? Question 6. What colour is the sunset on Mars? Biology. Question 7. True or false? Platypuses have five nipples. Question 7. True or false? Platypuses have five nipples. Question 8. Which animal's tail is so strong it can lift the animal's hind legs off the ground while standing on it? It could almost be considered an extra leg. Question 8. Which animal's tail is so strong it can lift the animal's hind legs off the ground? It could almost be considered an extra leg. Question 9. Bacteria in the root nodules of peas process which element? Question 9. Which element is processed by bacteria in the root nodules of peas? The human body. Question 10. What's the smallest bone in the human body? And for a second point, where is it located? What's the smallest bone in the human body? And where is it located? Question 11. True or false? Stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve steel. Question 11. True or false? Stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve steel. Question 12. What do we call the tissues that connect the muscles to the bones? What are the tissues that connect the muscles to the bones called for question 12? Chemistry. Question 13. What word can you use to describe when a solid turns into a liquid? Question 13. What word describes when a solid turns into a liquid? Question 14. True or false? Water expands as it freezes. True or false? Water expands as it freezes. Question 15. What do you call the reaction 
that releases energy into the environment. Question 15. What do you call a reaction that releases energy into the environment? Technology. Question 16. Who first proposed the concept of contact lenses? Question 16. Who first proposed the concept of contact lenses? Question 17. At which temperature does book paper burn? For an extra point, what is that in Celsius? Question 17. At which temperature does book paper burn? And what is that in Celsius? Question 18. What does the QR in QR code stand for? Question 18. The last question. What does the QR in QR code stand for? Alright, how did you go? Here are the answers. Question 1. The four states of matter in any order are solid, liquid, gas and plasma. Where a plasma is an electrically charged gas like you find in the sun. If you heat a solid, you generally get a liquid. If you heat a liquid, you get a gas. And William Crookes discovered in 1879 that if you heat a gas, it breaks into charged particles that he called radiant matter, and was given the name plasma in 1923 by Nobel Prize winning American scientist Irving Langmuir. Question 2. What is the centre of an atom called? The answer is the nucleus. The nucleus was first discovered by Ernest Rutherford in 1909. Using gold foil to bounce alpha particles from radioactive decay, the results showed that there was a massive nucleus in the centre of the atom, rather than the electrons embedded in a positively charged sphere predicted by the plum pudding model of the atom of J.J. Thompson. Question 3. Who was the first person to split the atom? The answer is Ernest Rutherford in 1917. He claimed that he'd broken the machine and touched the ghost of matter. In his experiment, he bombarded nitrogen nuclei with alpha particles from radioactive minerals and then detected the particles released from the reaction. Astronomy. Mercury and Venus, are they inferior or superior planets? They're called inferior planets. 
inferior planets are closer to the Sun than Earth, and superior planets are further from the Sun than the Earth. Question 5. What is Pluto classified as? Pluto was reclassified as a dwarf planet in 2006 by the International Astronomical Union. Because it's so small that there are many, many other bodies of the same size or larger that would also qualify in our solar system, making the word planet useless. So the International Astronomical Union changed the definition to add has not cleared its neighbouring region of other objects. Pluto meets the other criteria of a planet but it hasn't cleared its neighbouring region of other objects, so it's now a dwarf planet. It is not a planetoid. Question 5. Sunsets on Mars are blue. Fine dust makes the blue near the sun's part of the sky much more prominent, while normal daylight makes the red planet's familiar rusty dust colour more prominent. The very fine dust in the air is the right size, so the blue light penetrates the atmosphere slightly more efficiently. When the blue light scatters off the dust, it stays closer to the direction of the sun than light from other colours does. The rest of the sky is yellow to orange, as yellow and red light scatter all over the sky instead of being absorbed or staying close to the sun. It's blue. Question 7. True or false, platypuses have five nipples. The answer is false, because platypuses don't have any nipples at all. Milk oozes out of mammary glands and ducts into grooves in their skin for baby platypuses to lap up. They have antibacterial compounds in their milk to protect the baby platypuses from getting sick from lapping milk off their not-sterile bellies. Baby platypuses and echidnas are called puggles. Question 8. Which animal's tail is so strong that it can lift the animal's hind legs off the ground while standing on it? And is almost considered an extra leg. The kangaroo. Kangaroo tails are so strong they can practically lift a kangaroo's entire 100 kilogram weight. When the male kangaroos are fighting, they'll put all their weight on their tails so they can kick their opponent with both legs. Question 9. Bacteria in the root nodules of peas process nitrogen. The symbiotic bacteria fix nitrogen out of the air so that peas can make their own fertiliser. Question 10. The smallest bone in the human body is stapes bone. Stapes bone is located in the middle ear where it's part of a three-bone structure that transmits sound vibrations from the air to the cochlea, so we can hear. Question 11. True or false, stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve steel. It's true. On the pH scale of 0 to 14, where water is a neutral 7, the hydrochloric acid of our stomach rates a 1. Iron reacts with hydrochloric acid to produce iron chloride, FeCl2, sometimes known as ferrous chloride. However, should you eat something made of steel, it's likely it wouldn't stay in your stomach long enough to dissolve. Question 12. 
Which tissues connect the muscles to the bones? Tendons. A tendon is a fibrous connective tissue that attaches muscle to bone. Tendons may also attach muscles to structures such as the eyeball. The largest tendon in the body is the Achilles tendon, which attaches the calf muscle to the heel bone. Question 13. What word describes a solid turning into a liquid? Melting. Everyone should get that. Question 14. True or false, water expands as it freezes. True. This is very unusual for liquids, which normally shrink as they freeze. Water contracts like a normal liquid until it cools to 4 degrees Celsius. After that, it expands slightly until it reaches the freezing point, and then as it freezes, it expands by approximately 9%. Water behaves this way because it's made of hydrogen bonding to oxygen and more hydrogen. There's a strong tendency to form a network of hydrogen bonds, where each hydrogen atom is in a line between two oxygen atoms. This hydrogen bonding tendency gets stronger as the temperature gets lower because there's less heat energy to shake the hydrogen bonds out of position. The ice structure is completely hydrogen bonded and these bonds force the crystalline structure to be very open, making the ice bigger and lighter. Navies have made ships out of ice. Question 15. What do you call a reaction that releases energy into the environment? Exothermic. Exothermic reactions usually release heat and involve the replacement of weak bonds with stronger ones. Fire is an exothermic reaction that we use to drive an endothermic reaction, which is boiling water. Question 16. Who first proposed the concept of contact lenses? Leonardo da Vinci. He's usually credited with introducing the idea of contact lenses in his 1508 Codex of the Eye, Manual D. In the book, he described a method of directly altering corneal power by either submerging your head in a bowl of water or wearing a water-filled glass hemisphere over the eye. In 1827, English astronomer Sir John Herschel proposed the idea of making a mould of a person's eyes. Such moulds would enable the production of corrective lenses that could conform to the front surface of the eye. But it was more than 50 years later before someone actually produced such lenses. And there's some controversy about who did it first. Some reports say German glassblower F.A. Muller used Herschel's ideas to create the first known glass contact lens in 1887. Other reports say that Swiss physician Adolf E. Fick and Paris optician Eduard Kolt created and fitted the first glass contact lenses to correct vision problems in 1888. You get a point for any of those names. Question 17. At which temperature does book paper burn? As Ray Bradbury taught us in his famous science fiction novel, book paper catches a light at Fahrenheit 451. For the extra point, in Celsius, that's 232. And finally, question 18. What does the QR in QR code stand for? Quick response. The first QR code system was invented in 1994 by Masahiro Hara at the Japanese company Denso Wave, 
for Toyota. They needed a more accurate way to track vehicles and parts during the manufacturing process. To achieve this, they developed a type of barcode that could encode Japanese kanji, kana and alphanumeric characters, romanji. The initial design was influenced by the black and white pieces on the board of the game of Go. Quick response. And that's my quiz. How did you go? If you want to commiserate or brag about your points, then drop a line to science at diffusionradio.com. The trivia music was Space Jazz by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And that's all from us this week on Diffusion. Are you a scientist, artist, biohacker or maker who'd like to be interviewed about your work? Would your company like to sponsor Diffusion? Send your contributions, opinions, helpful suggestions and donations to science at diffusionradio.com. That's science at diffusionradio.com. Please subscribe to the Diffusion Science Radio channel on youtube.com slash c slash diffusionradio and rate the show on iTunes. Tell your friends. Follow me on Twitter at Ian Wolf. The news music was Rhinos Theme by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. I produce Diffusion, which is broadcast around Australia to 28 stations on the community radio network, including Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM in New South Wales, 8 C in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek, 2 MVR in Nambucca Valley, 3 MBR in the Mallee Border Districts of Victoria and South Australia, City Park Radio 7LTN in Launceston, Tasmania, and 2XXFM in Canberra. Diffusion is narrowcast on Indigo FM 88 in Northeast Victoria. Diffusion is syndicated globally on astronomy.fm. Subscribe to the podcast on the Diffusion website, www.diffusionradio.com. That's www.diffusionradio.com. And check the website for links, photos, and videos about this week's show. If you enjoyed the show, you can explore more than a thousand previous episodes archived on diffusionradio.com, where the shows are labeled by keywords so you can focus in on the stories you want to hear. Make a donation through paypal.me slash ianwolf, or join my patrons at patreon.com slash diffusionradio. I'm Ian Wolf. Join us inside your audio device of choice for more science wondering next week on Diffusion Science Radio. Science is fun. It helps you to learn, to know, and to appreciate. When you study science, you may go on field trips. You discover the marvelous interrelationships between all living things. You learn to read the history of the Earth as it is written in rocks and fossils. You find out what makes things tick. Everything from a molecule to a living organism. In the study of science is found the most useful and satisfying knowledge of man. Knowledge of his physical world, its past, its present, and its future. And in your moments of relaxation, now and in the years to come, you will find the study of science leading you into fascinating pursuits. Photography. Collecting. Why study science? Study science because you will find in the study of science a richer, more rewarding life.